0: Awesome, Abby. I'm so excited that you are going to share all about your journey today. Thank you.
1: Uh, Thank you so
2: much for this. I'm I'm very excited.
0: Awesome. Well, let's
2: dive in. Hey there. This podcast was created for those of you trying to answer this question. How do I build my career to have a big impact on my community, allow more time and geographic freedom and make money to support me and my family? I am Meredith Noble, author of bestseller, How to Write a Grant, Become a Grant Writing Unicorn, and co-founder of LearnGrantWriting.org, with my soul sister and operations boss babe, Alex Lustig. Alrighty, let's hit it. So
0: the other day I was listening to a podcast and I heard this great quote that reminded me that like every, you know, we've had to have said yes to something to be able to be where we're at today. So I've been ruminating on this question, especially in significant moments of like, what did I say yes to that allowed me to be right here? Mm. And so I'm curious for you, what did you say yes to that allowed you to be in your journey right where you're at right now? And it could be something
1: big or small. I feel like it's a, like the image in my mind is like a fork in the road. It's like, where, Mm. where was the fork in the road where you went left instead of right? You know? And I, the initial fork in the road, I think, if I'm piecing this together right, was saying yes to being a stay at home mom, actually. Mm. Um, 10 years ago, when my first baby was born, I quit my job. I was a supervisor at a customer service department of an insurance company. So it's basically a call center. And I decided I wanted to be home full time with my baby. And that allowed me the flexibility when my second baby was born a year and a half later huh. to fully dive in because as you know, and the people watching might not know, my second daughter was born with a bunch of heart defects that required open heart surgery four times in her first year. Um, and we basically lived out of the wrong McDonald House in Philadelphia. So- Oh my gosh, and you're of, based
0: in Washington. So like
1: that's so, really far away. So, yeah, so we were living an hour out of Philadelphia at the time. Okay, okay. And so she was, yes, it's a, it's a whole story, but the elevator story is that, so she was born in January of 2014. It was a very intense year that kicked off the year. Um, She was diagnosed the day after she was born. We emergency evacuated her basically to Philadelphia, to a children's hospital in North Philly. And uh, she got her, you know, her stuff done, recovered from her open heart surgery, came home when she was six weeks old, had to go back into emergency surgery in May, again in July, again in November. Um, And in that same year, my husband was laid off from his job permanently. My grandmother died. My sister got married. My best friend got married, and I missed the wedding because Evelyn was crashing like uh-huh. going into another surgery, yeah. um, at the same time. And, um, yeah, so we ended up
0: running around.
1: Yeah. So I had a healthy <laughs> toddler meeting all the needs and doing all the things. Cause one-year-olds are very busy. <laughs> and, and then October of that year, as we're going through all of this, we were in a car accident, all four of us. It was a week after I found out I was pregnant with baby number three. And my husband's head is what smashed the driver's side window and like shattered it. So he had a traumatic brain injury and was very confused immediately after, but couldn't drive after that and was basically in a dark room for about two years. So. Oh my god! Because of that and all of the things we were like, something has to change. Yeah. So we ended up moving. I that was this was the next major yes. Fork in the yeah. road was we yeah. decided to move to Spokane where my husband's family all was so we could get right. the help. Yeah. And that brought us across the country. I did it all by myself because my husband couldn't help with me being pregnant our special needs daughter with all of her oxygen and feeding a tube equipment on the stroller and my healthy daughter on my hip like we looked Super a mess and Southwest Airlines is the best just gotta <laughs> say i'm very biased but they were they were the best um but yeah that that again was another fork in the road where we're, we're going to move across the country this seems crazy but doors kept opening and yeah. when we first got married we wanted to move to Spokane originally. I'm originally from Pennsylvania. Okay. Um, and the doors kept closing to move across the country. Yeah. But then they magically opened in this crazy, chaotic situation. <laughs> um, but then that brought me to Spokane that brought me yeah. to eventually to the, the collective and oh. grant writing. and I don't even
2: I, I don't even school. know what
1: would have happened. Yeah, yeah and to so my kids' school yeah. where I freelance Grant writing grant-righted for them (laughs) um and trying to find uh good resources found found the collective through that so uh, it's been a crazy journey but
0: I'm glad like I'm grateful for all of it it's
1: it makes for a really fun story
0: And and, um, so vulnerable. And I think like, I just appreciated from the moment that you came into our world, um, Mm -hmm. you have been vulnerable about what you have accomplished and what you have gone through and the hurdles that you have like jumped through, climbed out of all the things. I mean, it's really remarkable. And uh, yeah, so thank you. Thank you for always sharing your story. I I feel like we need to
1: share our stories just as just people in general. And like, I I don't know, I really, I truly believe like God gave me this story Mm -hmm. and I need to share it with people because there are other people with, issues and hard things going through their life and if they don't see other people have gone through hard things and made it through like there is light at the end of the tunnel life does eventually stabilize or even if it doesn't it's okay because we have each other and we can, we can share and know it's going to be okay.
0: Um, I heard this great quote actually on, uh, can you tell my podcast junkie on a podcast on Sunday that said sometimes um, in those dark moments, we can't see the light at the end of the tunnel, but if we pause for a second, the tunnel gets a little bit brighter and we adjust our sight to see within. And it was like, yes. I mean, isn't it just like we do, because probably when you're in Mm -hmm. that moment of driving across and you have You know, you're feeding one kid internally, (laughs) you're feeding two other kids Mm -hmm. in different ways, right? Um, You adjusted your light so that you could get, you could see in the place that you were at. Even if you didn't see the light
1: at that end of the tunnel. Right. Yeah. Because when you're going through that kind of thing, it really is only like one hour, sometimes even one minute at a time, like one step in front of the other. That's all you can focus on. Otherwise you'll go crazy and not be able to function. You never move.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Ah uh, Okay, so yeah. I love that. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, so what what brought you into grant writing? Why did you want to learn about it? How did you get involved? Tell me a little bit. Yeah. About so I
1: knew this question was probably going to come up, so I made notes. So oh. um, So what brought me into grant writing? It's circled, I feel like there's just circles circle after circle, it comes back around. So when my oldest daughter, Brooke, was a baby again, my husband was working at a, a different school than he is at now mm. in Pennsylvania it was beautiful we were in Amish country and we could hear mm. horses and buggies just like clip-clopping down the street really and um he said you would be a good grant writer and I said what is that <laughs> he's like well you like filling out forms I- like <laughs> It's the nerdiest thing, but I really like forms. Um, anytime I go to like a government office, or like have to fill something out, I'm like, "Oh, goody,
0: <laughs> I can check boxes. It's so satisfying. It's very satisfying. So this is my, maybe my most fun fact about you now.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know who else somebody out there has to love forms. I'm too. sure. please, please reach out if you do, so I'm not alone. Um, but so I, I just like, and I always liked, I don't know getting A's in school and like doing the right things. I like following rules, (laughs) knowing I'm getting positive positive feedback, uh, which is really hard to do as a mom because, you know, you don't get like a performance review at the end of the year. They don't Um, do
0: yearly check-ins with you.
1: Right. No, no, they don't. They get, there's a lot of criticism on On whatever food that you Uh made and it's not Uh it's not the same thing so anyway he's he suggested freelance grant writing for the school and i said no no i'm not sleeping i can't do this right now but it ended up being like kind of in the back of my Mm -hmm. mind Mm -hmm. like this is this is an option this is an option um yeah and so i ended up circling back to that with um the school he so just so everybody knows uh he did end up getting two neurosurgeries and like making almost a full recovery wow. so he's able oh, to work surgery. and yeah okay. like his uh apparently the car accident like knocked his brain stem into like his cerebral tonsils it took like oh. cut off the okay. cerebrospinal fluid to his okay. brain's like cerebral oh. spine and brain so they had to like Carve out the back of his C1 vertebrae and like the back of his skull and kind of like patch it out so that his fluid can move freely.
0: It I'm was fine. So glad you was, moved to cool. have family. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> you could have your support system.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's really all about support, um, support systems. But anyway, so he ended up getting a job at a new school and saying, again, you should really grant, right? And then I tried it out and worked with the development director there and kind of worked with nonprofits in the area and um, got them set up with a couple of grants that felt, it felt really good. I was like, I'm helping people, this is amazing. So I wanted to
0: keep doing it.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. Okay, so then you crossed into our ether as you were kind of doing research Mm -hmm. on wanting to hone your expertise probably. Yeah. And then only what, you joined us in August. No, August of last year, July, July of last year. July. July of, of last year.
1: year. It was right dance. around 4th of July.
0: Okay. That. And then after a phenomenal, phenomenal dance in her uniform, <laughs> onesie. Right? You were wearing the yes. onesie. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's on our Instagram if you want to go. Please look it up. up. It's <laughs> awful. It's, it's phenomenal. It's, it's awesomely bad. <laughs> it's so good. Um, so you joined us right after that in July and then six months later, January, right? You, January, you got
1: the job. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Tell us about this journey and the job. So
1: yeah, I was not looking for a job. I was like full on going to try the freelance, build my own business thing. And it, it was, it was working with the school and I was like doing informational interviews and building my network and it was super fun. And at the same time, I was going to school. So I went, I ended up yes, that's right. dropping out of college at 20 to get married to like a crazy person. And then we had kids and did all the stuff. So I ended up finally, once life slowed down and stabilized a little bit, I was like, maybe I should finish that degree. That my Asian mom was very upset at me for quitting in the middle of very upset so I ended up do you have her forgiveness
0: now yes
1: yeah I I have grandkids and a degree for her so I'm like presenting them to her it's okay now where she lives with me so it it all is forgiven yeah yeah my parents ended up retiring and moving across the country to to live with us and help us and that's how I was raised with my grandparents in the house. So I, I just love our multi-generational household. Um, oh, but yeah, so it's a
0: whole other podcast, that's a whole other YouTube thing. that we could dive into oh, and yeah. how that helps anyway. Okay. Yeah. So cool. Family
1: right. support. I mean, we moved here for family support and then we got extra, I don't know. It's, it's yeah. It's anyway, it's, it's wonderful. So, um, what was the question again? Okay. I was so we're looking was for coming? a job. You weren't, oh, I you wasn't got your looking degree for a job. Yeah, I got my degree. I finished out an English degree at Washington State University cool. online, while having four kids at home, COVID, and freelancing, and you know whatever a house.
0: That's You'll be like, good. have
1: time to breathe now. Do you breathe? Yes. Okay. Yes. I have, have my tea. It's wonderful. I breathe. I don't listen to anybody talking while I'm driving to and from work cool. and Yay. it's just quiet, like a miracle. Um, so yeah. So I finished out my degree. I was going to do free, freelancing and not a month later after graduating, did I get this email from an engineering firm saying, Hey, would you like to interview for a job? Like I didn't apply for no job. So what is this job? What yeah. is this? He sent. They sent in the job description. Lo and behold, I had watched. Okay, again, coming circling back around. I had watched Anna Nobles. Uh, her name was Anna Tuig in the Unicorn Spotlight interview.
0: Yeah,
1: I had watched her Unicorn Spotlight before I was ever part of the collective. And she talked about how she worked at an engineering firm. And don't you know, I'm interviewing suddenly for her old job (laughs) in Spokane. I knew she was in Spokane. I had no idea what engineering firm she was part of. So apparently Meredith had like connected Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. this engineering firm. She knew I was in Spokane. So she's just a master connector and put us together. And I was like, I, I came home from the interview and told my husband, if it, if it's not this job, it's no job. Like there's, there's just no other job for me right now. I'm either freelancing or I'm doing this job. Yeah. So that's kind of how I got here. Oh my God. Physically. It. It yeah, in this um, office.
0: So how is the job? What, um, I yeah. know you've tackled a couple of big projects and hit some cool milestones in the last yeah. now six months, I guess, mm-hmm. since we get the job.
1: Yeah. 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 So, so it's, it's been crazy. It was um, I feel like the learning curve wasn't nearly as steep as it Mm. should have been, or could have been because of all of the amazing education and the course. So I, I knew what I was getting into sort of Um, the job's been good. I did put uh, in the last week, we're finishing up our fifth Application. So, one CDBG application for nine hundred oh and eighty-seven uh, thousand dollars, and that was my first CDBG application. It was very exciting. I loved. I loved the whole process. Um, right community right. block development grant. Perfect through Excellent. the Washington State Department of Commerce. Nice. So. Cool. Yeah, I'm making some friends there at that department. And
0: nice, good, uh, critical.
1: Seeing application development and all the project management stuff that you talk about is like so relevant. I've been using Asana. Mm. I set up my Asana within like the first week of starting this job. It was just like, well, there's a million projects going on. So I'm going to make them projects in Asana. I showed everybody I work with. I'm like, look, a unicorn shoots across the screen. It's amazing, it's delightful. <laughs> and <they're> like, okay. <laughs> yeah, they're like, all right. Well, if that works for you, like it totally does. It's Positive mm-hmm. reinforcement.
0: It is positive reinforcement.
1: Yes. So then we've also got um, we've finished out four Department of Transportation grants last week, and then we're working on finishing out our fifth one. No, our fifth total. Our fourth department of transportation grant is today so we're going to finish that out oh. today oh
2: submit gosh. it in
1: and yeah it's, it's like it's a, it's been a crazy crazy ride and it's like i'm actually working it's weird it's, it's really weird it's amazing i love working
0: Good. so is it weird <laughs> to have transitioned from? I mean, you were freelancing a little bit and going mm-hmm. to school, so it was a little bit like you had uh, a separate life or separate identity, yeah. a little bit outside of being stay-at-home mom, but was that transition rough?
1: Yeah, and well, and also in there, in you know, my spare time, I got my massage license and was working right. just like yeah. once a week yeah. as a massage therapist, right. and that was part of the transition to grant writing was like I specifically wanted to go back to school to get my degree to kind of bolster my resume towards grant writing specifically, because in my mind, I kept thinking, you know, COVID shut everything down. And I knew, you know, whether or not this COVID thing lets up, I can put my hands on one person at a time and help one person at a time with massage. But with a grant, I could help hundreds or even thousands of people with one document that I write. And that was like, wait, what? I can like exponentially help people. That's so motivating. So yeah, the, I love that again, it's, I don't know. Anyway, I was going somewhere with that thought. I'm sure.
0: Oh, was the transition rough?
1: So you had transition was rough. It, it actually wasn't. Mm -hmm. I like, you know how, like you see a friend after a decade and it's like, no time has gone past. It was like that with working. Like, I came He's back act like, gone. oh, I remember doing these things. I remember getting up and, you know, having my coffee and commuting into work. And it's like, no time has passed. And I missed working in an office. I missed working yeah. with people.
0: Yeah.
1: And like, just having just conversations and getting to know people. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I love that. Oh, so cool. Okay. You have had a million different proudest accomplishments, I'm sure. But what is, if you had to pick one, what is your proudest accomplishment on this great writing journey of yours?
1: Um, honestly, my proudest moment was when in my interview for this job when I looked him straight in the face and I said, this is exactly what my ideal situation is. And I felt like such a grown up. Like I put that imposter syndrome, Abby, in my back pocket and was like, okay, you're not here right now. And I remembered that like, you can just ask and it's okay. And I had nothing to lose at the time, really. It was like, I don't need this job. I didn't apply for this job. It was like, this is what I want. This is the schedule I want. I want to be able to drop off my kids at school and pick them up. I want this work-life, like home balance. And they said- okay. And I was like, what? I just, <laughs> I just laid it all out there and you were okay with it. And I'm not like being shunned or like I security walked away from the building. It's okay. Like, it's okay. I could ask for what I wanted. So oh, I yeah, that. that was, it. was, it was a very proud moment for me. I, yeah.
0: 100%. Just asked. Yeah. Ah. Oh. So do you have any tips for how did, you, how did you help yourself put imposter syndrome, Abby, into your back pocket?
1: Um, I don't know. You just like five, four, three, two, one, do it, right? Like we read. Yeah. <laughs> in the book club. <laughs> we read that. In the, our, so our Grant Writing Unicorn Collective book club read a few months ago, The Five Second Rule mm-hmm. by Mel Robbins, right? And yeah. I've implemented that. And oh I also God. taught my kids the high five like oh, nice. yeah, yourself yeah. in the mirror every time yeah. they do something awesome I'm like go have five yourself in the mirror you just did that um <laughs> oh, I'm sure they so, love that. oh yeah it's super fun but yeah putting imposter syndrome Abby like setting you aside right yeah. now I feel like that's a like some therapy yeah along this journey yeah. has helped and yeah just doing it just saying it it's their yep. their words yeah. it's okay Yeah. The worst also, they can say is no.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And um, I also think that you did a tip in there that you may not have even noticed you did, but you made yourself a third person, which mm-hmm. um, is a tip to separate out negative thoughts and positive thoughts to say, like, yep. oh, Abby is thinking X, right? And then you can kind of separate it out because you're putting yourself in the third person. So I like yeah. that imposter syndrome, Abby, away. Right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Totally something I learned in therapy. It was like nice. Yes. Is... <laughs> it is, yes. Yeah. You <laughs> do. Oh, awesome. Okay. So let's go into rapid fire questions. Okay. What's one word to describe your dream lifestyle? Full.
1: Nice.
0: Um, next vacation spot.
1: Ooh, camping with the family in the woods somewhere
0: fiction or nonfiction? fiction what are you reading right now
1: oh the alchemist by oh. paolo Colu, um and solaris by stanislaw okay. lem he wrote the martian um several other things but those are on my bookshelf right now and um Oh, the last book in the Mistborn series by Brandon Sanderson, hero of the age, hero of ages,
0: oh, sorry. Well, he's um, to it's to a
1: fantasy series. He is prolific and super fun. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. Yay. All fiction. <laughs> yeah. You have the, you have the scale. Mm-hmm. Um, very cool. Okay. So last TV show you binged.
1: This is us. I had to catch up. Nice. So I'm all, I'm. I think I'm all, I'm all caught up now, but yes, crying. I just, I need an excuse to cry sometimes. And then it oh, just comes like out. That.
0: Yeah. Um, I might try that. It
1: just, yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. And this question, six,
1: what is your superpower? Oh my gosh. My husband says this. So this is my, my husband's voice in my head saying your superpower is making people feel special. Like you can remember things about people. Mm that they said they like their coffee a certain way two years ago and you come in with coffee just made their way or black because they always like it black or whatever it is. I'm like, yeah, that's John Gottman, who I don't know if you know who Dr. John Gottman is. Oh my gosh. I love everything he ever wrote. Like I will read it. Yep. Um, He has a quote that says, you don't have to be interesting. You have to be interested. Something like that. Yeah.
0: And I love that so much. I love that too. Yeah, he, um, so he's the founder of the Gottman Institute, right? Him and his wife. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when I was looking at how they were founded, he basically did informational interviews, but he did oh. it dating wise. So before he met his wife, he went on a bajillion first dates, like just a million. And he loved them because he found It's so fascinating to see what made people click together, what didn't make people click together. And he genuinely loved getting to know all of these different women. And it's kind of like informational interviewing, right? He did this whole thing. And that's actually what became the basis of then um, the research, right? The foundation to which the research could then grow in a more obviously structured and methodical way. But I just I um yeah, I found that fascinating. But that's, that's so actually what got his his juices flowing on one of the mm-hmm. most respected, I think, marriage uh, I don't know yeah, what experts call it, tools. Yeah. yeah.
1: Experts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's like, I don't know. I just feel like this collective journey and in a lot of these interviews, yeah. it comes back to like this, this has always been who we are, right? Like, I feel like all skills are transferable. Like, have you always been interested in helping people? Have you always been interested in learning more or project-based work or a certain niche nonprofit type or something like that? Like you can use that. That's just part of, you know, your DNA. It's in there. Just use it. Exactly. Use it.
0: Um, yeah, I think just recognizing it. One of the activities that I love to do is writing down all the things that you're good at because Mm -hmm. you'll recognize how many of those things apply to any number of careers, but even, you know, other things that you want to do in life. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so cool. Okay. All right. Last question to everyone out there. Who's debating about going for their dream or learning a new skill. What would you tell them?
1: Hmm. Go for it. Five, four, three, two, one. Just count it down and do it because, uh, like, the worst thing that can happen is the door slams in your face.
0: Mm.
1: And, like, I am just such a firm believer that God is really good at closing doors in our faces. And that's just not the door to go through. It's okay. Like, moving out to Spokane, you know, eight years ago or whatever was a thing, whereas it wasn't 15 years ago. And Uh. I just took some time or even if that would never have happened, that's okay. There's other doors that will open as you move forward. Yep, take like, action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just take action. Yeah. If, if you're not moving anywhere, you're not
0: moving anywhere. Yeah. You got to move forward. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, you are an inspiration, a super mom, 100% and oh, a nice. super grant writer. I cannot wait to Uh, see where you are in a year. I mean, it's just incredible. Um, And watching you you go through all of this and hearing your story, it just is really humbling and really beautiful. So thank you for sharing so much about your journey. Thank
1: you for letting me share.
0: Welcome. Yay. Okay. Well, we'll talk soon. Thanks so
2: much. Yes. Okay. Bye. Bye. If you are burned out in your career, but you know you can't afford to quit cold turkey, and perhaps you aren't even sure you will like grant writing, then go to learngrantwriting.org podcast to watch a free training on how to build a career in grant writing without prior experience. So you can build that vision you have for your life faster. Two other resources that check out would be our free grant writing class on the website, learngrantwriting.org, and picking up a copy of my newest book, the second edition of How to Write a Grant, Become a Grant Writing Unicorn. It's on Amazon or shop local and request it through your local bookstore. Okay, if you have any questions, do not hesitate to shoot us a DM on Instagram at Learn Grant Writing. Alex and I love talking to you. And that is it for now. So go forth and be a Grant Writing Unicorn.